welcome back to Teenager Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. And I am so sorry. I know we have not uploaded an episode since the first week of May. We've missed you guys too. We're so yeah. sorry. Yeah. I think that's the longest we've gone without uploading an episode in the last four years. <laughs> Life got busy. Guy was in San Francisco. He just landed today. <sighs> yeah. Landed yeah. about an hour ago and now I'm doing this podcast. That's how committed he is. That's how committed he is. Priorities, guys. Priorities. Yeah. I'm sorry if you've been waiting for an episode, but we're back now. Life does get busier. And I think now more than ever, it's just been getting more and more hectic. It feels like everything is growing at an exponential speed. And sometimes I get scared if I can handle it. Because another thing that's happening is that by the time you're listening to this, we're in New York. And not just for a trip. For the next two months living together woohoo <laughs> yeah or that's should be... i say woohoo question mark? <laughs> because no. something that's been i think on all of our minds but kayla you brought it up today is how scary it is because this feels like a big catalyst of growth even though it's just two months it feels like these two months are going to be significant in our life trajectories which sounds dramatic but I think a multitude of things are going to contribute to that. Yeah, I've been thinking about this recently. And I was even telling Thomas that just thinking about us three in New York for the entire summer feels like a dream because I would have never pictured this happening so soon. And so the fact that it's happening and we're going there for reasons besides like, you know, just a trip, there's like work reasons behind it. It's just so crazy to me because it still doesn't feel real in a way and I think that's just because I don't think about it often or when I do think about it I'm like okay yeah like it's happening like this happens you know but no this doesn't happen very often so it's it's crazy and I do have this I have this expectation that by the end of summer things are just going to be so different and I don't want to be set on that because you never know what happens but I just feel like it's one of those times where once I leave for New York, things back at home in school even just aren't going to be the same. And it's a scary, exciting, and also like freeing feeling. And so it's just a jumble of emotions that I've been feeling. And we leave in like, Jesus, less like in about a week or so. And I feel like, oh, my God, I need to do all these things. Like, this might be my last time doing this or, like, being with, you know, this certain group of people, like, for a long time. And it it feels like I need to seize, like, all these opportunities or, like, little moments with, you know, my friends from home or family. And it's a lot (laughs) because in my head it's like, yeah, this, this is going to be one of the last times. But you never know. It just gets a lot harder. And I feel like after New York, I'm just going to those opportunities just aren't going to come as often. So, yeah. Weirdly, I don't really feel that. Normally, I like to overthink and I like to worry and be like, oh, my God, my life is going to change after this. And surprisingly, I'm just excited to be spending some time somewhere else besides California because Z has just been so... I think we have all outgrown it, including Gael. 
Um, and moving to New York and actually living there for longer than a week has been a goal of ours for a while now. And I didn't expect it to come so early. That was more something I was expecting after graduation. But it's happening right now. We're going to be spending two whole months there. So I do think about how things are going to change as in my maturity and the experiences I have because now I'm not just like a 50-minute um, car ride from my like family. I'm across the state. I mean, not the state, the country. <laughs> so it'll be a very big change and big transition that I'm just excited for. I'm not really nervous about what is happening back here at home. It's more so just I wonder what New York holds for us. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like it doesn't really feel real. I feel a mix of emotions. I think I'm going to feel a mix of emotions, actually. Right now, I feel excitement more than anything. I know how consequential these next two months are going to be. Not just in... Without context, it sounds like we're making this like into this huge deal. Like if there's this like magical city that's going to change us. No, it's not. It's not really about that. Like the city, and like because it's fucking New York or anything. I think for me, it's because this is meaningful in more than more ways than one. And the reasons that I feel as if by the time I come back to OC, my life is going to look radically different. It's for a couple, a couple of things. Number one, this is kind of like me going to college for the first time. You guys had this experience two years ago. You had it way before me when you went to USC. And back then, I mean, you were only moving 30 minutes away. But it still felt very significant. And I think after that, there was a turning point. Spending time in college away from home, where it was the first time you experienced moving out and understanding what it means to be away from your family for an extended period of time. And that was in a relatively nearby city that you knew, you understood the culture. And now for me, I'm experiencing that same event, except I'm moving to a completely different city across the country, um, leaving my family behind for the first time. And unlike you guys that you know you're going to go back to college and, you know, if whenever you're back at home, you're like, okay, I'm going to return to that life uh, in college. And so this is just a little break for me it's going to feel really different and really I, I'm not sure what emotions I'll experience once I understand the world outside my hometown. And I feel like the experiences, the people I'll meet and my life in general is going to accelerate in a way that will completely change what I'm used to and the pace of life that I'm used to. So when I come back to my hometown, I'm going to feel as if I'm being slowed down. And I know that's a feeling I'm going to get. And I'm scared for how that will impact the choices that I make. Because I could very I could very well see myself coming back, realizing it feels like every time I'm back in my hometown, my life slows down or it stops, which is going to make me reckless to move out again. And even though I wasn't planning on moving out for a couple years, 
I think after this trip, it's going to be on my mind a lot more. And it will be a decision that I'll like significantly have to think about because of what, what I'll have experienced. And so the way my life changes in that way and the pressure to make new, these like big decisions is going to increase. Uh, and I don't feel that right now because I've never experienced really anything outside of this. So that's the first reason. And I mean, the, the second reason that it feels like this is a consequential summer isn't necessarily tied to the fact that we're moving out. But also, for context, I don't think I've told the podcast yet, but I'm running a company now. Um, Astro Studios, it's a podcast company that I'm creating alongside Kayla. I don't know. I, I guess I hadn't told all of the Teenage Therapy audience. Oh, my gosh. But hey, yeah, that's, surprise. <laughs> surprise. I mean, that's a whole nother thing that we haven't even touched on. Oh, my gosh. Um, if you want more information on that, go to our Instagram at astrostudios.xyz and see what we're up to. Um, but God, that's like a whole nother beast. Holy shit. So that, okay. So yeah, I'm running a company now and things are getting more serious. And I think by the end of this summer, things will be even more serious because the goal is to raise capital and raise funding from investors to go out and build this company. And if everything goes well, by the end of summer, I might have a, ho a couple hundred thousand dollars that investors might have given me to go and build this company. So you could imagine why I'm so, one, excited to see where I am in July, but also can understand how consequential this these next two months are. And so it's definitely going to be an intense experience. It's not something that I'm like taking lightly, but I'm excited right now. I don't necessarily feel sad yet, but maybe it's because I haven't had time to process that. I'm also turning 20. Oh my God. I'm also turning 20. I turned 20 June 9th. So like the Friday after this, um, after you're hearing this, I'm turning 20. So that's, you know, obviously another big step is that I'm officially saying goodbye to my teen years, which is something else I need to emotionally process and prepare for. <laughs> You know, sadly, I mean, sadly, weirdly enough, I wasn't sad about no longer being a teen. And I feel like I haven't been sad about it. And I've thought about it. And I'm like, maybe I should be sad <laughs> trying to be sad. But I didn't. I don't know. I just I I didn't feel sad about oh it. God, wait, you're 20 now. Yeah. Have you talked about that? Oh, I'm I think 20. so. I think we have. Guys, I'm not a teenager. I, I'm not allowed on the podcast. Literally, get the fuck out. <laughs> No, literally. Yeah. Um, I think I experienced a lot of things when I was a teenager. Were amazing, obviously. So many things that I feel like would have happened so much later in my life had it not been for you know the podcast and the opportunities we had. And so that just makes me look forward to my twenties because I'm like, okay, if that happened when I was a teenager, I feel like only so much more is gonna happen when I'm twenty. So that's why I haven't fully felt sad about not being a teen i mean people make the tr the transition sound so dramatic but it's yeah. not that big <laughs> no I mean, it's not <laughs> your life is not gonna change yeah and i feel like i'm still I mean, for the most part i'm still doing the same thing i i would I say did. you're still a teen until 25 honestly that's yeah. that's it, how i see it exactly because it's still a lot of trial and error and yeah. like i'm in my 20s <laughs> yeah that's crazy i mean 
I think, to me, I definitely see it in a bit more of a significant way. I don't, cause, I mean, I know my life isn't going to radically change overnight just because I'm 20. But I do, I honestly do get a little emotional thinking like, whoa, like I'm 20. I think I've always put, a, I think the reason for it is because I've always put a lot of emphasis on achievements and milestones I've wanted to hit by the time I'm like 20. And so it's a very bittersweet moment to understand what I've achieved, everything that I've done by the time I hit 20. And I think knowing that run and that sprint is officially over and I could close it and be, you know, look back and say, this, this is everything I accomplished in my teen years. It feels like I've been on a rush and on a, on a sprint to, to, to gather as many things as possible for my own personal satisfaction. So I think that's why I see it as, as a pretty significant thing that's going to be quite sad but also like okay that's it i I got one chance to make a sprint and this is this is what it turned into i mean yeah it's really it's really bittersweet just because you feel like there are just experiences that you can't have um when you're not a teen anymore that's just like those firsts and the recklessness of it all the impulsivity the spontaneousness of it you don't really get that back or it's harder to experience those moments when you get older. But for me, it's exciting to turn 20 just because I feel like my teen years weren't the greatest and they haven't been very good to me. And I'm hoping that as I grow older and I enter my 20s, I start to understand myself more. I find people who really get me and my life will just feel more like it's mine because I think it's hard to feel like it's mine right now like I'm just kind of going through all these changes and experiences and I'm not really like it doesn't feel my own and I don't know if anyone else will really understand what I mean when I say that I don't know if I can really explain it either but sometimes it just doesn't feel like my life is mine and I'm hoping that as my prefrontal cortex develops and I go off and just grow into my personality more and stuff, things are going to be better. So I'm really excited. How do you think you make life your own though? I feel like I don't know myself, which is crazy because after 19 years of living, you would think that you would know what you want, know what you like, know who you are. And I don't know if I'm being dramatic, but I feel like I just don't know myself. And it's scary because I am on this podcast for thing where it kind of documents everything I am, but everything I am is like, I don't know what that is. So you guys are listening to so many different versions of me that aren't concrete. Like that's not who I am. And right now I still don't think who I am is who I'm supposed to be yet. So yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's like it's my life i don't know if that makes sense but um i think that just growing up here and being a teen and living under my parents roof and growing up around the same people i'm over it and i really just want a change of scenery and for my life to really start i think that's kind of how i see it i feel like my 20s is when my life really begins and all this time leading up to this has just been preparing me for that moment. Yeah. I I relate a lot to the part where 
like you don't know yourself I feel like I've had that problem or I experienced it a lot more like I want to say like maybe a year ago or like the past few years and it really fucked with me because <laughs> I just I felt like I was just on autopilot in a way where I was just doing things just to do things but I didn't know like what brought me happiness or joy or like what I was supposed to do and I feel like recently it's gotten better but I journaled on my 20th birthday of course as we as you guys will do right <laughs> sorry um and I was literally writing I was like I just want more guidance in my life because I feel like in your 20s that's the time where you explore with everything and so I just want stability stability that's what I want <laughs> that's what I want within myself, my relationships, my family, everything. And I just crave that so much. And so that's what I'm hoping for. But what does stability mean to you and what does it look like? I think stability to me just means like feeling safe in all aspects where I don't have to question my stance with anybody or I'm worried about financials or anything. It's just I feel safe in where I'm at. And so that's one of my main goals, whether it be I'm 27, 28, I don't care. I just want to feel safe and I want to know myself better because I feel like that'll guide me in basically all my choices. So we'll see how that goes because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're a teenager, you don't know shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel like when it's... I am, no, I'm not a teenager. I'm basically a teenager. I literally turned like a few. I don't days. know, baby girl. Let's start getting into that mindset. No, you're not. Maybe I can go hit you. No, yeah. you're not. No, but I, and how you're saying like on the podcast, there's so many different versions of us, like 15-year-old self, 16-year-old self, 17. And it's weird that once this ends, you guys will have a lasting impression of us, of us being 20 and talking about whatever we're going to be talking about. But five years down the road, we're going to be so different and it's weird that, you know i feel like even, Our, even just in these next two months we'll be really oh different yeah and sometimes these episodes come out i mean i don't listen to them I'm, i've said this before i don't listen to the episodes because i just can't stand i can't listen to myself but i'm sure even the last weeks or the past two weeks episodes i said something that i don't agree with now yeah, or yeah. i'm just like why did i say that or i sometimes i just don't so recognize myself same literally same and the podcast just doesn't help with that it really doesn't Uh. yeah (laughs) because i sometimes forget that yeah i do have a platform and people are listening even though it doesn't feel like that when we're talking amongst ourselves and so it's weird and i don't like to think about that because Mm -hmm. of that i start to feel filtered or like monitored so even now i'm just like yeah i just feel like back burner just this constant urge or like need to perform for people i think that's what these teen years have just felt for me including just being on the podcast it just feels like i ha- i've been performing for people and i'm trying so hard to do all the right things and say the right things and be the person that everyone wants me to be that it has just been so overwhelming and i've gone to the point where i'm so burnt out and i'm so tired of trying to cater to everybody's needs and expectations and so i don't know i'm really excited to see what the future holds for us because this this just feels like 
the buffer right now in between my youth and adulthood adulthood (laughs) Adulthood. yeah um but i don't know i don't know it's it's weird i feel like we're about these next these next four or five months are if you're listening to this podcast you're probably going to see the fastest amount of growth in the shortest time span out of the last five almost years that we've been doing this i really think in the next five months the growth we're going to experience and the growth that you'll see is going to be at a much quicker rate than how we've been going which is weird to to know that's something we're going to capture on tape mm-hmm. yeah yeah i see oh, oh. i was just gonna say i understand why young people don't start podcasts why because it's so hard to have a podcast and say all your, all your thoughts and feelings and just project your identity onto this audience when you don't really know yourself. You're still learning about yourself. And I get why people are, would be reluctant to take part in this because I don't know if I would ever do this. You know, if if I knew what it really meant, I don't know if I would have been in the podcast just because it is scary to have all of that out there. I'm not, I don't know if I'm happy to know that 15 year old me is out there just saying the dumbest shit. Like, I really don't think I'm okay with that, but you know, it's out there already and people have already listened and it's a piece of history at this point. So it's just something I have to learn to accept in over time just embrace and like learn to appreciate but right now it's it's just weird sometimes i feel like this podcast kind of holds me back and ties me down because you know you guys have built this impression of who we are so it feels weird to change that or not meet those expectations so weird or so unique to you how tied you are to the expectations of others that you set for yourself in your own head it it's similar to being in a relationship in a marriage sometimes through the words you say you give me an impression that you see yourself like if you were in a marriage with the podcast because there's this entity in this case the listeners that have seen you grow from the time you were 15 to the time you're almost 20 and so you how i interpret What you say sometimes is as though if you feel tied to this impression of 15, 16-year-old you and the person you portrayed yourself during this certain time, and now you feel like you have to continue that first impression you made when you were first entering this quote-unquote marriage with the podcast. And now it's like, it's hard for you to change that because you feel so tied to that and the pressure of being this person that they first met you as leaves you tied down. Exactly. Yeah. And that's when you need a breakup. That's when you need divorce. That's when you need a divorce and a midlife <laughs> yeah. crisis. This is actually a really good explanation of the marriage of Jeff Bezos, Mackenzie Bezos, and then oh, his okay. new girlfriend, Lori Sanchez. Okay. Sanchez? Mm-hmm. Latina. <laughs> oh, he put a fucking statue of her at the vessel of Lori fucking that's Sanchez. Goals. I think that's her name. She is... If it's not like that, I don't want it. He, Jeff Bezos right now is like... Like, Lori Sanchez has him around her fucking finger. Oh, my God. Wait, I kind of love that for her. Yeah. 
I kind of want to be her. <laughs> when they kiss, it's a bezo. <laughs> Wait, give you lots wait, of little wait, did you just make that up? <laughs> yeah, that's that that's is really actually good. so good. <laughs> that's really good. That's actually really good. That's Thomas, that was good. really good. Oh my god! Thank you, thank you. I'm actually really proud of that. Hey, give me a bezel. <laughs> no, everybody. Yeah, everybody, give Thomas props for that because that was really good. Wow, I had not seen that before. No, I've it never just, heard just, that ever in my life. In my brain, like my brain is just like <laughs> I feel like it's so powerful, podcast, so try. powerful. You I should don't... definitely try stand up. <laughs> you could do a lot of that in New York. Oh, that's the next. I step. think stand up is my nightmare. Like, can you imagine? That's like what you. Do. I would die. That's insane. It's no one laughs. Oh no, I would. <laughs> for lack of better words, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that would make them laugh. No, Mm-mm. there's insane. Insane. It's... <laughs> We gotta go to a stand-up show in New York. It's, I just feel so awkward because Same. now it's like you're expected to laugh. Exactly. No, but actually, I think it depends on the type of comedian. I saw this this comedy special on HBO by um, fuck, what was his name? I forgot his name, but it was actually really good. It it, it was a lot more subtle, and I think you guys would actually really enjoy it. And if you like teenager therapy, you'd probably enjoy this this um uh, comedy. Sp- special because um if i like my own podcast then I would <laughs> <laughs> no are you talking to the listener when you said that or yes i'm talking okay. to i'm talking to um like, i mean i'm sure it's entertaining it's just it's i hate when they're trying so hard yeah no 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 but this when it's a good comedian a good comedian they're good you should you guys should listen Is there to such a thing yes you guys should listen to the hbo comedy special Thomas by gerard hates. carmichael Comedy. It's actually we're gonna watch it a little bit after this, and I'm gonna get you to change your stance. You're gonna be like, "Wow, I would actually love to be there." Trust me. I guess Gerard Carmichael. Uh, it's just, I, and then HBO. they start talking to the audience, and just no. so you have the wrong idea. It could be so much more. Actually, you you'll see. Don't okay. worry. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think I have we'll this impression it. of stand-up comedy of it being like Chris Rock or like uh, yeah. Amy something. And then she said, "What? Yeah." No. No, it's not okay. that. It can be so much. I need to have an so open mind. Masterfully. Well, that's it for this episode. By the time you're hearing this, we have just landed in New York. It's our second day there. Um, Once this goes live, actually, that second day there, I'm actually meeting one of like my idols, which is crazy to think about. I will update you on how that goes. And then I think the next episode we publish, I'm going to be 20 years old. So... I'll see what I have to say about that. It's going to be groundbreaking. Will be, be crazy. a groundbreaking episode. Crazy. Five years in the making. Five fucking years in the making. So, um, Wait, for context, Besso is kissed in Spanish. Oh, right. <laughs> Thank you Thank for you the good <laughs> If you didn't understand the joke, now you do. Also, there's no video for this podcast i'm sorry some of you asked last time because i think one of the last episodes didn't have videos and you guys were like where's the video i'm sorry no video we couldn't find some of the chargers i got back from this flight everything was a mess we just had to get it yeah it's late now well thank you all so much for listening and we will see you in the next episode Bye. bye bye